I'd totally fuck a reptilian. Oh, I love an abortion spa. Alien murder sex. Welcome to Alien Murder Sex. <laughs> Extra aggressive on the sex today. Sexy. Things are just sexy today. No, um, no, we're tired. Oh yeah. Welcome to Alien Murder Sex. We're, we're tired. Tired. <laughs> Tired's kind of sexy. It can be if you're like about to go to bed, but mm, or if you just like you're so tired you lounge can't... out on the couch. That's kind of sexy. Go drown in the tub. Just relax. We're just tired. I think it's only sexy if like it makes you less willing to say no. <laughs> Is that fucked up? I was wow. <laughs> <laughs> the closer I get to date raping you, the sexier this gets. I was too tired to say no. <laughs> I was too tired. <laughs> I, I'm really tired. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh so that's Lauren Petrie tonight. Hi, I'm I'm a believe it or not, people allow me to perform on their stages in New York City. Um, and that's why you're tired. So I I just did a great show. I didn't, you know what? But I'll be honest, I didn't think it was going to be a good show because it was in a goddamn coffee shop and you know what? Ended up being fucking awesome. What coffee shop was it? In? Nook in Brooklyn and it was rowdy. And they looked like a bunch of conservative professionals, but guess what? They were fucking down and dark and crazy. Yes. Once you give them, once I gave them permission, I was like, "Are you guys okay with some murder?" And they were just like, "Yeah!" And I yes. was like, "Whoa!" Because the people before them weren't the same kind of comedy as me, and they were, you know, maybe they were looking for tips. Oh, maybe, but they're all white collar crime. They're not actually getting their hands dirty. Neither they pay other people to do that from the dark web. We've we've discussed. Yes. But uh, at it, length, it was a good show. So I, yeah, I recommend going to the Nook in Brooklyn. It's uh, it's called Off the Record Comedy. Off the Record Comedy. It was really, really fun. Yeah, dope. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't expect it to be so fucking awesome. So uh, that's that. That's that. That's that. That's that. You're tired because oh. that. Yeah, it's October. I'm looking. Yeah, 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 it's October. It's still October. <laughs> we're 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 in the first week of October, but spooky season has begun. And I'm here for it, and I am excited, and I am Adrian Cuss, hairstylist and punk personality, fresh back from a soul search and reset down in beautiful New, New Orleans. Orleans. I am so jealous. So much murder. Just on the note of promotion, murder. I just realized uh, next week I have a show at Secret Poor in Bushwick. It's on Tuesday, 7 o'clock, and then I have a show at Haunted House Comedy with Ray Goots. And Haunted House Comedy? Haunted House Comedy. It's in Astoria. You should look that up. It's a it's a fun okay, show. Okay, send me that link. We yeah, should a, probably share that. Yeah, it's a seasonal show. You know what else we should share? Yeah, your trip to New Orleans. I know. Well, before we get there, um, and I'm a little bummed because you know I usually travel with a check bag and bring all my uh, all my bits and pieces, but I just went with the carry on this time, so I didn't have my coupon with me. Oh, I di- I wasn't uh, traveling with Protection Avenue, and I gotta tell you, I was like feel a whole lot safer if I was. So, get on over to Protection Avenue. Check out these amazing self-defense, 
wristbands with all these awesome handmade wristlets. We have our own little collection, Alien Murder Sex, on Protection Avenue. We've got these awesome blood splatters and the true crime junkie tape and the, the I have the one with the chalk outlines and the blood splatties and I got my coupon. So we're clear this is not a weapon. 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 I will stick by that in court. Not a weapon. No, Your Honor, I didn't think that was a weapon. It's to break the glass on a windshield, not a weapon. Yep, we are getting out of sinking cars. Uh, And then who doesn't need a nifty little knife? And it has a light, too, on the car alarm. On the, we call it the car alarm, but the (laughs) keychain alarm? Yeah. These are nifty as heck. Um, Basically... You, um, if somebody's attacking you and you want to draw attention, instead of screaming rape or fire, you can just use a very loud car-like sound if it's flashing lights. Right, because there's nothing people hate more than a certain frequency that yeah. they must stop immediately. And that could also stop your rape, and let's murder, And let be mugging. honest, nobody is coming if you scream fire or rape. Because it's no, New nobody's York. coming. They're just going to say, shut up! Nobody's coming but your rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If I heard that out my window, it depends on what time, I'd probably be like, fucking get a room, shut up. Mm. I wouldn't even, I'd just be like, you damn kids, shut up. I'd stick my head out the window. I'd, I'd, I'd be apt to prevent a rape. I, I know most New I Yorkers saved, would just be like, oh, I don't want to get involved. But. I saved one girl once, but it wasn't, they weren't screaming like rape and fire. They, she was like, there was a fucking argument going on. And mm. I put my head out and I told her to fucking run. And the guy was like, mind your business. I was like, uh, that was You've me. made it my business. Right. He had her like up against a wall too. Yeah. Like it was bad. Run, bitch. Yeah. I, I was basically like, run, bitch, go. I like, yeah. Gave her the permission to go. Oh. Anyway, but she didn't have Protection Avenue. She didn't have Protection Avenue. And she could have put a... Never mind. I was going to say put something in his neck. She could have gotten a nifty little knife key attachment. If I... My hands are so slick right now. Go for the jugular, girls. Go for the... Okay. In In a situation... You always don't be don't be afraid of the fleshy parts of your face. Nobody ever goes for the eyes. Even in movies, you never see people just straight like put their hands in someone's eyes. Works every time. You know, it's apparently advised to gash across the forehead or punch in the throat is what they always say. But you or the nose. Yeah. If you go a palm up to the nose. Yeah. You you, you can actually shove parts of the nose into the brain. You can right. kill someone. You can kill someone by punching them in the throat too hard. But you get a slash across the forehead. You get the blood, blood in your eyes. Blood. You haven't caused any damage that no, um, caused damage. you may serve time for. As it's self-defense. Y'all, if we got to be smart. If it's self-defense, though, let them attack. Let them shoot first. Like, let them hit you first, and then you can pretty much do anything. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> let them grab you first, and then you can gouge their eyes out. And yeah. you'll probably get away with it. Probably. I used to go jogging in bad areas when I was young and stupid on purpose because I wanted someone to attack me because I wanted a legal reason to like pet this pom pom while you tell me to story. like hurt somebody. Yeah. I just wanted it. And nobody ever attacked me. And that's when I wrote that joke because I decided it must be because I'm too fat. And that's why I'm jogging and I'm not hot enough to rape. And that's where that joke came from. Well, what time of day were you jogging? I was going like 3 a.m. and shit. Oh, my God. What were you wearing? Exactly. Nothing sexy because I was fat. (laughs) Nothing could have been sexy. Anyway, check out Protection Avenue. (laughs) Stay safe. The world is full of crazy people. All right. Not us. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're fine. fine. I'm fine. fine. I'm absolutely fine. Fine. I left my house with my taser, but I'm fine. See, I'm the other way. I'm fine. just like, like, I don't want something bad to happen to me, but like, if it does, if it does, like, try to make it fun. I'm going to have, I may have, I may, let me not incrim myself, incriminate myself later on. Uh, happy endorphin. Mm. I may feel levels of euph- euphoric endorphins. Euphoric endorphins, yes. If if I am stimulated by on broad adrenaline from a potential attack. Oh yeah, yeah. I am not accountable for my actions at this point. There are times that I'm gonna I'm- have just like idiot strike. If survival. That whole thing about like if there's a mass shooter on the train and I have to like put somebody in front of me as a human shield. Mm-hmm. That's just reflex. I'm just kind of hoping when it goes down, like, yeah, I'd be mad if like somebody was filming instead of like helping me out. But then afterwards, like, I'd kind of want the video just to like check and improve my form. Yeah. And also for legality. Like, can I get the replay? <laughs> I mean, also for legality, but like, can I in- can I improve better next time? I wish that there was like a, a sports channel for people that stopped like bad things from happening on CCTV on, on and then we could do like the football like X's and O's and it's right. like instant replay. Then he killed that motherfucker. You know, be fun. Shh, sh- we can do that. Okay, okay. They can still hear us. Oh, <laughs> fuck. They can hear us. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, I got drug dealers in front of my house. I've drug talked- dealers in front of your house. Now, look, I used to do like an eight ball of cocaine a night and drink like Janis Joplin. It's like so ironic that this bugs the shit out of me now. Cause, like- <laughs> because now it's on your, now it's the kids on your porch, you know? <laughs> oh, they're not kids. They're grown ass men. And but you're tired. I'm tired. I work a lot. I work three jobs. You just stand up, and I'm in New York fucking city. And I do this. And, no, I'm not complaining. I, I hope that this becomes my. No, job. I'm not saying you're complaining. You are rightfully tired. I'm tired, and you're tired. And I'm also also doing a one day a week working from home, and I'm actually trying to do my job, and I have to concentrate and remember numbers and stuff, and do data entry. And these fuckers are like so loud and even when they're not blasting music they're fucking sitting on my stoop right in front of my window bla- like just blabbing about fucking drug deals loud loud I can hear every word so then I put my bluetooth out and I play porn at them or I play metal at them and then they right. leave they leave for a little while non-lethal warfare tactics yeah and then they come back and I have to keep doing it over and over so I'm I'm walking out to the podcast today and the guy's sitting there and I'm like hey man hey you know that I can hear all your music because well, I wasn't playing music. I'm like everything on your phone, dude. And he went, oh, and I'm like, and I can hear every word of every conversation you're having. And he went, he actually was nice. He, which he's, he went, oh, sorry about that. And I'm like, but you keep doing it. <laughs> you went, say that, but you keep doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, and then and then he's he has this little smart car that used to say Toys for Tots on it, and now it's just sitting there and it's orange and it's always out there in front of him. And I'm like, well, why don't you go sit on your stoop over there? And he's like, oh, I don't even live on this block. And I was like, why? Why are you always on this? He doesn't even go here. Like, I was like, why are you always here? Why are you here? Like every day for hours. And I'm like, what about that fat asshole 
that you're always with. And he act, <gasps> then it's this guy he's always with. They're like cartoon characters. Yeah. And he acts like, I have no idea who you're talking about. And I'm like, come on, dude. The, the asshole with like the go-kart thing that blah, with the big, with the speakers. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And I'm like, dude, come on. I'm right the fuck here. And he finally is like, oh, like, I think I know who you're talking about. I'm like, well, he's not dealing drugs. Come on. Like, I know you're dealing. I it was like, you know, I know you're selling cocaine. He went, no, I don't. I don't fuck with that stuff. I have a job. And I'm like, you can have a job and deal cocaine. I used to do it. And he got like, he looked at me and he goes, no, I, I work on a TV show. I work on Blue Bloods. I'm like, I used to be an extra on Blue Bloods. And he kind of like, again. And I was like, I was, I'm in the actor's union. He went, oh, I'm in a union. And I'm like, cool. Doesn't mean you don't sell coke. It's awesome, dude. It's fine. But just like, stop having loud cocaine conversations like oh i don't i'm like but your fat friend does and that's when he acted like i don't know who that is and then finally he was like okay i know who that is and then his excuses i'm like well, why are you always on this block if you're not selling coke dude and i'm like and he goes well i work for that guy's mom I, like clean up and stuff and i'm like so then why are you always on the street and it was just kind of right. like awkward. how much cleaning is getting done <laughs> that's just like awkward silence and i was like okay i'm gonna go <laughs> like so now i i told my husband our, our new tactic with them it's the non-lethal warfare doesn't work. Every time we're home and they're on the stoop selling drugs, we're going to go sit on our stoop with them and insert ourselves into their activities. Just go sit with them. Or I'm going to start asking them for Coke. I'm going to be like asking if I can buy a bag. I'm going to be loudly asking them if yep. I can buy a bag. I'm going to sit out. They're going to play their music. We're going to bring our speaker out and go, oh, we're doing this. And we're going to play our music. We're just going to be. Can you guys have like a dance off too? Yeah. I want to be incredibly aggressively annoying. Like... A passive aggressive warfare has not worked. It's time to be aggressively infuriatingly white and annoying at them. Just come hang out, mm. hang mm -hmm. out and just be like really, really uh, insufferable. But not mean. Not mean. Insufferable. Mm -mm. There's a difference. Be obnoxious. We're going to be incredibly obnoxious. Oh, come on, man. I know you fucking sell Coke. Come sell on. Coke. Like, loud. And then they won't make their phone calls, and hopefully they'll, like, back away slowly. Right. So we'll see. And it's, like, right in front of your window? No, it's right. Like, my my head, the window yeah. is in front of it. Like, my yeah. bed. It's, like, yeah. Yeah. Right there. Can you just, like, make, like, a little lemonade stand style <laughs> sign and just go outside, and it can be, um, like, White powder, whatever. What what is the going rate uh, for a gram B, of coke these B12 days? B twelve and fentanyl, and, <laughs> and no, it's just powdered sugar in little baggies. But right out the the like you know, just yeah. call it something whimsical. White powder happy dust, happy dust and pixie sticks or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And just be like. You don't have a corner on this market, bro. <laughs> this is my turn. <laughs> like, I should just pay a child to do that. To sit out there and sell lemonade, cocaine, yeah, the little, yeah, yeah. Uh, should be, anyone have any? Anyone live in the New York area that has is a cool parent that has a child that would like to punk some drug dealers on my block? Let me know. <laughs> you can write to us <laughs> at alienmurdersex at gmail .com. You can also find us on Instagram at the alien murder sex. You can check us out on Twitter at murder underscore alien. Where else are we whoring ourselves? Spotify tick, tick, and TikTok. Apple. And you've well, found us there if you're here. Hi. Yeah, hi. You're still here? Yeah, oh, my God. Whoa. Go uh, check out my stand-up on uh, Lauren Petrie on uh, YouTube and the Lauren Petrie on Instagram. Oh, yeah. We've reached the 15-minute mark of shameless plugging. I love <laughs> it. Fuck. I love it. Fuck. It's perfect. It's 
perfect. Okay, where did you go? I went to New Orleans because it's one of my it's one of my happy places, and I'm like, I had my honeymoon there. It's my happy. I place. fucking love it. It's my happy place too. It's so you know we gotta we gotta go. Back. I mean, I'm always down to go. We so have to go together. Go? And we're gonna do a live episode there. <gasps> live episode. We're doing a live episode. Hopefully, maybe at the Vampire Cafe with like people in an audience. That's the plan. I don't know if it'll be the Vampire Cafe. Okay, maybe somewhere, somewhere cool. Well, so, well yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. a show at the yeah. House of Comedy in New Orleans, and then we're gonna have a live podcast show. Maybe we'll do it at the House of Comedy. That could work. That could work. That could work. We're going to put it together if you're listening and you are a booker, promoter, shady person with a nightclub in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, please uh, go back to the 15 minute mark and listen to all those uh, places where you can reach us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get off with it. So you, all right. <laughs> right. So I went down to New Orleans just to like soul reset and I like linked up with a buddy of mine who I had. I had taken a tour from him uh, last year when I went down. It was one of those five in one tours. Mm-hmm. And like I just knew. I knew when he came up the sidewalk in like his battle vest and his kilt and his ginger goatee that like here comes Satan and he's my tour guide. And he came with his cane and he is an um amazing storyteller um also uh you can check him out cloven hoof ministries on instagram and he preaches the good word of sin and satan to, you know combat the uh yay the christians that like to come out to bourbon street and be like the lord and he's like but the dark lord <laughs> um yes and he does a great job uh so yes met up with him went and saw some Awesome cemeteries. Uh, won't disclose too much information on <laughs> when they were closed and what time I was there. Oh, and, yeah. Like, the lovely, like, nighttime scenic view. Yes. Did you get naked in a cemetery again? Mm. Again, Adrian? You're going to have to visit our Patreon. I don't know. No, I didn't take... No. No? No. Okay. I did put my cold ass to, like, some some, like steps though i was like i'm just gonna like take down uh i i may or may not have like peed in that cemetery but it's fine it's probably the least toxic fluid in that soil exactly and you know you can be respectful about it you can get between the two graves good news they're above ground you know where the bodies are yeah there's no you don't have to guess so what i love about the place is that you know they really do live in and amongst and on top of and next to and above and below all of their dead yes they do and they float when it floods they all float down New Orleans. We are, we all just floating in New Orleans. <laughs> yes. So, um, got some great firsthand stories. I love a good story. I'm a sucker for a good story, especially if it's a ghost story. But it's even better if it's murder and real and real and real. And here I pose the ass. Uh, here I pose the ass. Here you pose the ass. It's not porn thirty yet. Yes, <laughs> I shall not pose the ass. <laughs> Okay, what's our first? So um, I ask you this question, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home and my good co-host here. Who can you trust? Um, We want my real answer to that. I want I want your real answer. Who can you trust? Your doctor, your partner, your parents. I mean, we've looked at a lot of stories and I'll say this. No one, because nobody, well, I learned that being an X-Files fan, trust no one, is from a kid. But it's really true. I've learned in my life it's really true. You think you know somebody. I thought I knew somebody for five years. You know, you, could, you can be with someone a decade and think you know them, and then they just fucking 
something comes out of them that you didn't know was there and and they let it consume them and they they just turn into a different person and they you know i think we assume a lot I, about other people's realities. You're asking, you know what I mean. But you're, I'm not like the best person to ask because I'm very, very. I mean, the, the I, answer is trust no one. I, I mean, I think any woman who's been in literally any medical situation ever since the that. dawn of time knows trust no one. I mean, but I'm very damaged and I have tremendous trust issues. Even just with friends, like getting to know someone as a friend, like it's it it like I'm trusting you now, but it, it's taken me. Like I have a lot of walls built up. Of just, just I've had friends just be mean for no reason in my life, all a lot. It's you like know, it's the turning into a therapy session <laughs> in the back of my head right now. What is it? What? It's Prince Trust. Oh, oh from, from Batman, the Batman soundtrack. Yeah. Trust, trust. <laughs> yeah, while you're doing I thought that, and I'm you... imagining like you and me no, just Nicholson. on like a rolling cake, and we're just like throwing money, but it's not money. It's like it's Monopoly Joker money with it's his face Monopoly on it. Joker money and used tampons and yes. But I thought when the first thing you asked was, who do you trust? I thought of the Joker in Batman 1989 going, who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Do you trust me or Batman? Where is he at home washing his tights? I'm giving away free oh, money. Man. Who wears the mask? mask? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. The answer is trust no one. The flying mouse that flies in the night. Yeah. It's my yeah. favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fucking favorite movie. Hey, if anybody has like original uh, fucking like Batman shit from that movie, like, especially Joker garb, like the walkie talkies that were painted. And I'm a nerd. Just send. I have it on VHS. I have it on VHS. I have it on everything. You know what's great <laughs> about my VHS? I'm going to digress for a minute. Um, on the end of it, I'm pretty sure my grandparents did this. There was extra tape on the end of that specific VHS. Mm hmm. And my grandparents taped from television, uh, Mr. Boogity, the made-for-TV Halloween story about a pilgrim town in Massachusetts that isn't Salem, but, like, this pilgrim makes a deal with the devil and gets this, like, all-powerful cloak. Like, this was Disney. He made a deal with Satan because he wanted Maid Marian. And, like, you gotta... You know what? If you have Disney+, Plus, I know, they're evil, I whatever. I don't have it. But... Mr. Boogity? Mr. Boogity. That sounds and like it's a... taped onto the end it to this day, and it's probably just because I w watched it literally every time I watched Batman. That sounds like a bad disco album. <laughs> <laughs> boogity, boogity, boogity. Um, oh, I see. It's a real thing. It is, a, it is not a fever dream. And I thought <laughs> it was for a while because, you know, it literally only existed on this fucking... VHS after two hours of Jack Nicholson on cocaine <laughs> exactly and then it was Mr. Boogity and then it was Mr. Boogity and that is my childhood in a nutshell that's why I am the way I am Mr. Bo there it is there it is yeah yeah and it, the family was a um they owned a gag shop they were all into gags, you know, like, they, like they, pow guns sorry, with you, like the flag. That you think my out. neighbors are bad? These people sell cocaine. This is a front company. This is all just oh, coke. It's like their kids are in on it. Like yeah. they got two little boys and a teenage daughter. Were they from Nicaragua? or No, they're, no, they're from... white people. Oh, okay. They white folk. Well, definitely cocaine. No, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Whole lot of cocaine. Whole lot of cocaine. Whole lot of uh, pilgrim love stories and deals with the devil. Because that's what our country was founded on. It was. Disney. Um, so <laughs> there's a Pentagon in the, there's a, what, a fucking pentagram in the Pentagon and there's fucking an owl that's also on the dollar bill. Come on. We've all been down those rabbit holes. So speaking of fever dreams and, um, 
I guess, huffing substances. Mm. Um, you used to work in the morgue. You have an understanding of how chloroform works, correct? No, we never used it, but I there was a thing called, form, it was formal. It wasn't formaldehyde. It was formalin is what we formalin. used. Formalin was what we put the brains in. Ah, excellent. To, excellent. To ship to, you know, whoever took those. So I, I want to talk to you about this story, okay, from the French Quarter. Because, you know... <laughs> I'm like a white girl in sandals and with a travel hat. And I'm just like hanging out in the French Quarter listening to ghost stories. So um, this French dentist. Okay, this is back in like the 1800s. Why does French dentist sound like a threat? I don't know. Huh, that does sound very threatening. <laughs> what a French dentist the shit out of you. A French dentist. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, comes to the States, heads down to the quarter. And uh, he's also like, you know, peddling hypnosis. He's like, this is what I'm going to do here in, in New Orleans is I am going to do hypnosis. But I'm like, whatever. I'm not really doing dentistry anymore. So oh, he, wait, wait, wait. Why did he stop doing dentistry? They make a lot of money. What happened? Hang on. Let me refresh <laughs> myself on that detail real quick because um, I just want to get to like. OK, well, no, no, no. just tell, tell the story. Rape you, and murder. You can but... skip some things. It's OK. No, no, no. Be no, no, no. Tell it from memory. We've got we got time. We it's, got time. It's better from memory. Always. Is it better from memory? Yeah, because when you is read it, it, yeah. Is it? So we're talking about Doctor Etienne Duchamp. Etienne. Etienne. Whatever. Yes. Etienne Duchamp. I even wrote it down phonetically, so I wouldn't like. Yeah, from memory. Okay, yeah. but let me let me make sure we're in the right era here. Okay, so he was described as a quack doctor, uses hypnosis and magnetic techniques oh. on his patients, blah, 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 when practicing dentistry. Because that's what you want when you're getting a tooth pulled, is you want to know that you're hypnotized well enough not to feel it. There are doctors currently doing this. No! And this, the only struggle I had with Wait, citing what? this is when I Googled it, there is it. There are current medical practices, uh, uh, dentists... That are, you know, if you have anxiety about the dentist, they're like, oh, well, you know, we're doing like hypnotherapy and blah, well, blah, 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 I get, blah, 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 I get, wait, I get it for anxiety. It's the same fucking but, snake oil. But, but it's not going to do anything for actually extracting the tooth and like all, you know, like you need yeah. Novocaine. Like you have to have laughing gas and Novocaine. Yeah, but they're just going to like hypnotize you first and then we're going to like. But if it mm. gives me ASMR, I'm like so down for that. Like just it's give me your, give your, me your bullshit cleanse my fucking chakras and then give me Novocaine. But you have to give me the real drugs. Right. You have to. Yeah. I want the drugs. Yeah, I want the drugs. Always. Yeah. I'm sober, by the way, but I still think about drugs a lot. I am also sober. Yes. But I still think about, aside from the weed I smoke, but yeah, what are your, whatever. What? I like, I, I've decided I like to be called uh, high and dry. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm high and dry. I am, I'm neither, but um, yeah, I could fool a lot of people. You're tweaked out on that ramble. No, I'm not. No, no, go on. Not. Go you're on. Just, you're just a little less tired. In any case, so uh, he moves to the quarter and um, makes friends with a uh, with the dude, Jules. Uh, I'm going to say this last name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. In any case, dude has two daughters, nine-year-old and 14-year-old. In the, the, the uh, A lot of the articles say 12. Homeboys said... 14, so I'm rolling with that because, I don't know, there's something about a man with a kilt and a cane with a skull on it that, like, when he tells you a story and he says that girl was 14, you go, yes. So, 
he starts telling people like, oh, like I can hypnotize people and, and they'll get visions from God and I work through God and da 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 and I need to be alone in the room with them and da da da. And he just decided he couldn't work with the younger girl. Okay. So he was like, we're going to spend our time working on making you more of a French lady. You know what I mean? So you can, you know, work your way up through society. mean like not a virgin lady? Like, we're getting to that. Um, but, but with the older daughter, Juliet, he would like put her in these trances and she would have these dreams, these visions from God. And like, you know, she had dreams of like Jackson Square there, like paved in gold and da da da. You know what I mean? Like, she was given like all the, uh, the optimism of God onto what them. Drugs? You know what I mean? What drugs? So he was using chloroform and he claimed. Chloroform can give you religious visions? He claims Brooklyn, you don't need DMT shaman. We just need chloroform shaman. We just shaman. need chloroform. Shaman. <laughs> chloroform shaman. Um now okay, this is why I ask how much you know about chloroform. Um because so he was using it and he said it was part of the hypnotism, right? But he wasn't having them, you know, hey, does this rag smell like chloroform? And chloroform doesn't work like Doing knockout. It's you not know like what a Scooby Doo thing. No, yeah. it kind of puts you in a more trance like state, suggestible state. You know, I'm, and he wasn't doing it with the rag, he was having them drink it. Ah, so this is like scopolamine. Right. Scopolamine is this dust plant in uh, the South America that they, yes. they, they put it on tourists and then they will happily go and you'll just give them your bank numbers and you'll withdraw money and that's how they rob but, people. Exactly. But you're also being like poisoned and then. They said like, oh, well, why, is she, why did she, you know, she have to be naked? And she said, oh, she must come to me prepared, virginal. She must be virginal. That's how I like. And, and clean and, and naked so, uh, as the day she was we, born. We all love our clients that way, right? We all love our clients I mean, to I... show up buck <laughs> naked and pure. In any case, long story short. So there comes a day that he's like, oh, my God, I'm out of chloroform. I'm way out of the brink of glory, but in French. Um, so he sends the younger sister out to the store. They go to get the chloroform. He, you know, pours it down Juliet's throat. Like, and, you know, she, this, this girl, um, when they're found later on, um, there was like mosquito netting around this four post bed that okay. she was in, uh, just covered in blood, just splatter zone and there's it's right? covered it like, in mosquitoes and flies because there's blood well, it's new orleans yeah. like you know it's very in the swamp i think the netting so now you've got net the netting is super mosquitoes sticky blood it's really romantic though adrian the netting is romantic i think i think it's really so hot. romantic when you're 14 and there's well, a if doctor raping you while you're <laughs> drugged and being now poisoned mm -hmm. um so they're found so uh so her clothes neatly folded and um the doctor's clothes are thrown around the room like the room's like there appears to have been a struggle um, <laughs> gee you think because you know blood like that doesn't just come out if you're post-mortem blood doesn't spray you have no. to be alive to get blood everywhere so check it out this is how they found the body right this dentist he had um <laughs> he was like on the girl's chest mm -hmm. right and like he had this old rusty dentist drill his old drill mm -hmm. and he had 
repeatedly stabbed himself in the chest, trying to stab himself in his own heart. Why, did he feel bad about what he did? Yeah, I don't know, but this girl's dead. Her face is swollen and bloated. Her tongue, her throat is chemically burned. So he just, so the whole thing was that he just made her drink too much chloroform after she hadn't had a fix for a while and then she got poisoned? He ran out of chloroform when he was like in the middle of like getting her to like, you know, witness God. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I mean his dick. So, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, In any case, uh, he didn't die. He didn't die. Okay, so yeah, he but, survived. But and- why was it an accidental murder, or or was he purposely? I don't think he meant to kill her. Right, that's what or I'm maybe getting. Maybe he had. Why no, would you want to? Because he had said he was trying to kill himself. So I think he did too much, and he realized what he did, mm-hmm. and was trying to like kill himself too. Right, because he felt bad. Right, but now he's got to. Uh, okay, so he gets arrested, right after he like you know gets. I just got a text message that said something about IE ass from the back. <laughs> cool. I just want my cuff Tilly left alone. Thank you, random text messages. Da 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 da. Um, I just want to be clear on details so that I don't have so to, we don't get a you know what I mean. Bunch of emails. We're face up and nude on the bed. Hey, remember that one email she was already dead that we talked about? That one email. The cease and desist. No, 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 no. Oh, that was an actual letter. Which email? The one about from the fan. Oh, the fan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, now they're willing, because you're not available, now they're willing to accept me. Yeah. One of uh, us is going to be sacrificed. <laughs> no, one of us may be doing some sacrificing. Oh, I'm looking forward to this email. (laughs) Very excited. Send it over. Very stoked. Um, Yes. So, uh, all right. He was originally thought to be dead, but shallow breathing was detected. He was carried out on a stretcher and treated before his arrest. So. He attempted to present himself as insane in court, which wasn't far off because he's like, only speaks French. And every time they tried to bring in a translator for him, he would claim that the translator was trying to sabotage his case, that um, this was all just, you know, being brought on because the people of New Orleans were uh. jealous because he was a real Frenchman and they were just like French mongrels and like that he was this amazing dentist and he was like blah, 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 blah. And God talked to him and everybody was like jealous about it, right? So, and it said that he would attack the translators, quote, by like with his hands and gnashing of teeth. He would like, he would like bite them. Like, yeah. Crazy motherfucker. And so the judge... That's good acting. Oh, God. The name of the judge. Um, Jesus. Well... Jesus. What I'm seeing on here that's great... Uh, I don't see the name of the judge, but I see that um, he professed his innocence at the reading of his death warrant. Were you going to say what his last words were? No. They, he simply, he just yelled, adieu, before he fell through the gallows trapdoor to his so death. So there's so much more that's not in this article, and this is why I love 
firsthand storytelling and I love the lore that goes into it because this is when you get like the local like this was what was reported. Can we get your we'll get your friend on. Oh yeah, we're totally gonna get him on. We're gonna yeah. get him or here remote shit. We could just fly I just sort of like he's amazing. Um so he's in jail and he's like got this personal vendetta now with the judge. Okay. So on the day of his, the, you know, the night before his execution, he was like toiling away in his cell and like, you know, doing his thing. And like one of the guards came up and was like, what are you doing? And he's like, ah, I've, I'm, I'm making a pact with the moon and, and the judge is going to not see another day and da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. He was like, I've made a pact with the moon. The yeah. next morning on the day of the execution. This is why we invented Adderall. The judge leaves the house. And heads down by the water. He heads down to the Mississippi and goes walking down on the rocks and was never seen again. So he killed the judge? Nobody knows if the judge slipped on a rock and was slept out to sea. Nobody knows if he just wandered into the ocean and drowned or if something happened to him and his body was just never found. Nobody fucking knows what happened to the judge. But the guy was but locked up, come right? Back. The guy's in lockup. Okay, so it so wasn't he was granted him. a stay of execution. And he goes, uh-huh, it worked. That's what I deal with the moon. That place Wait, that, that... where he, you got to let me finish this. Ah! You got to let me finish this right now because he sealed that pack with the moon in the place that now New Orleans calls the moonwalk. <sighs> okay. Thank you. I love that he said it worked because that's the exact thing that there's this guy I hate that I work with yeah. and I always wish that he would die and that we'd have like a work meeting like with donuts and they'd be like well so and so died and I always I just want to quietly go oh no the spell worked it worked <laughs> and then like watch everybody like fire me I just can't wait for that day it worked it fucking worked so there is a lot to that story okay the moon that the moonwalk is... so we don't so he it, it worked yeah, okay, but then he was executed and haha adieu. At so the it, didn't, it didn't really he work. He did meet his day at the gallows. Yes. Fuck. So yes. It, ha it half worked. It half worked because he, like, personally was, like, trying to curse that judge via the moon. It's one of those things where, and like, in a place like New Orleans, that's, it's well, well, naturally. It's trickster. It's like you get half the thing, but, you know, you, you didn't specify to the genie, so you also get, like, a bad thing. You know, it's it's a trick. It's trickster. Well, he wasn't trying to get out of it. No, I he know. Was just like, no, this judge. Okay, so he wasn't also this judge. This is jealous. I'm I was your just, friend. I always got tricks, trickster energy from New Orleans, and I wouldn't necessarily. There's a whole lot of energy in New Orleans. Oh, a lot of energies in New Orleans. It's, yeah, yes. you brought some of it back with you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Do I? I'm sure I have something like on me from the travels in any case so love that love a story wanted to do more urban exploring i had wanted to go back to the uh abandoned naval base down by the bywater because they were just you know i didn't check out all inside the buildings i was like checking out a lot of the outside and, and over there it's like right by the railroad track so it's like a um like a tramp passerby yeah site you know there's little shacks like cars like you know mattresses out whatever it's like it's a place to go be a transient Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So transient square. Recently, and this is as of like last month, they've cleared those people out. That's too bad because they've, um, you know, I guess it was bought out and it's going to be developed or whatever. It's going to be a fucking Starbucks, so you got to get the fucking riffraff out. Now you didn't hear it from me, but we ran into a man on the street. They might cause 
called Savage, and he had some things to say because he may or may not be like related to like somebody that's doing the developing. No, somebody in local law enforcement. Oh, so New Orleans cops do not fuck with New Orleans cops. New Orleans cops are like their own mafia. Oh, facts. They throw people in the fucking river. They disappear people on their own. I love they just stand out on the corner and will like smoke a cigar. No, they don't just get, like they don't give no, half a fuck. Most of them didn't even fucking stay during Katrina. They're like, we out. Like we out. They yeah. fucking ran over people to get out. They didn't help any like do not New Orleans cops are not regular. You think regular NYPD are maybe not the best, all of them. Some are good, some are bad, but like we do not fuck with New Orleans cops. I have no desire to. Yeah, they are. Don't just do what they say and and smile. Now, why am I bringing this up on alien, murder, sex? Because it has to do with ghosts? Bodies. Bodies. We got bodies. Mm. Bodies. We got bodies in an elevator shaft. Bodies in an elevator shaft. One fell down four stories. He was down at the bottom and he got all mangled and he may badly there screaming and nobody could get him because he was down at the bottom <laughs> of, of an the shaft. And then he was joined by another verse, because maybe the place is a little bit cursed. <laughs> and two more guys fell down the shaft. It may have been the mom, but I'm not going to ask. <laughs> we should start. They found four bodies down the shaft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll, that's what's up there. Our Alien Murder Sex album. <laughs> will be forthcoming just in time for christmas it's just like uh like hoedown songs like that about murder that's the whole (laughs) whole album is just like old westy songs about murder right and i got to hear this story while like there was a a, may or may not have been a cocaine transaction happening may or may not have had ice cream also being delivered in this I moment. I used to love, okay, I once I did a bunch of cocaine at a Cold Stone Creamery after hours and we yeah. put all the cocaine out on the cold slabs that they did the ice cream on and we did yeah. cold lines and then we ate vanilla and it was great. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so like cocaine and ice cream goes together fucking great. If you didn't know, now you know, children's. How are, how are the post-cocaine shits? after oh. like mixed with the well, ice cream well thing. i'm i'm lactose intolerant so it was just all liquid for me oh great <laughs> great good to lose a few pounds though absolutely if do you, you need to drop a few pounds before the weekend just do cocaine and ice cream. nice and cold if you're lactose intolerant ice cream if you're lactose intolerant also it's if you are lactose intolerant do the cocaine have the ice cream and then then have your orgy then have your gangbang ice cream and cocaine is like pre-party for gangbangs if you're going to do a lot in the butt hmm. like you always want to do liquid stuff before. there's a whole culture around that now right yeah right, right. for bottoms it's the whole thing yeah i used to joke about it because i'd be like look at these athletic women in porn because you know porn stars are athletes yes they and are. i am sick and tired of porn stars not being respected as the athletes they are Whenever someone asks me, Lauren, what's your favorite athlete? You think I'm going to say like Tiger Woods? I'm going to say Sasha Gray because she's a fucking athlete. She retired. She's a fucking beast. She retired, but she was an athlete. She retired like an athlete too. Yeah, smart. Saved her money. Smart. But I'm just saying athletes and you you have diets for athletes. Right. So you have diets for porn stars. If you're taking a bunch of cocks, then you you drink green smoothies and shit the day before. Literally. Right. Literally shit the day before. Yeah, a lot. Shit till there's nothing. Yeah, you don't want to be embarrassed. No. No. 
Have you ever done an enema? Yeah. Oh, I did one over. Uh, I was last Tinder date I went on a long time ago. Um, I because we talked about doing anal, and I have this big uh, bath, not bath. Uh, what's it called? Like fucking. What, what's it called? When you go to the beach, fucking swim towel. <laughs> That was for my brain. Wow. <laughs> swim towels for anal. Wait, I have a big swim towel that has a Ouija board on it. Right. And so I did an enema. Like, I, I lived with like five different people and there was one bathroom. So, like, I took when I no one else was home, I like go in there and lock myself in and I put the swim towel out on the, it was bigger than the floor of the bathroom. Right. And I got on my hands and knees and I'm doing this enema. And the first thing that came through my mind was like, I have to be casting a spell right now because it's on a Ouija board, right? <laughs> this is a Ouija board enema. What what am I summoning right now? And you know You'll what? know you'll have your answers when you see where the liquid lands. <laughs> I looked, the message will be spelled out in know, shit. You know what I summoned? A bad date. That's what I summoned. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Never enema on the Ouija. It can only end in a <laughs> shit date. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> true story, y'all. True story. Um, our okay. album. <laughs> our Christmas album. We, you know, we should do a Christmas episode. What would you guys like to hear for Christmas? Oh, of course, uh, the Krampus. Well, we could totally do Krampus stories. We can do Krampus oh, stories oh, all day and night. I, I know what we're going to do. Holiday suicide season. Oh, yay. Holiday suicide series. And you can write a song and we'll do holiday suicides. Holiday suicides. Yeah. I like that. That's our Christmas. I like We can do that. a two-parter. Well, you know, we have all of October and all of uh, spooky season to get through. So I think we're going to be doing some uh, some pretty hard hacking murders through the rest of this month, right? Yeah, I want to do the toolbox uh, murders soon. We definitely need to do the toolbox murders. I don't think... Wow, I got really into those <laughs> stories. I have so many more stories. Wait, okay, stories. just what's the elevator story? You're already saying the I, song. That's it. That's it. That's oh, okay. the whole they, thing. That's, that's the whole thing. Like, this is a, a, a bit that I literally caught on the side sidewalk and was like, I have to quietly record this to talk about later on the transcript. Beyond the, where the we are now, which is a podcast. You know, bath towel, transcript, whatever these I things are. I don't know are. what's happening anymore, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is me off cigarettes. Hi. Uh, I quit too. I love you. Yeah, I did We're it for doing you. this. I did it for you. You're going to quit the Red Bull too for me? And I only have like one a week. All right, that's fine. Yeah. And it's here. Yeah. It's here. I'll just, pay for my Red Bull. Just a, Oh, doesn't even matter. Does Gas know that? That you literally just come here to steal their Red Bull? You don't even care about this podcast, <laughs> do you? You're just here to take, take your the Red liquid Bull. meth. You know me. <laughs> you know, back when I drank, I always, when I went to AA, which I hate because it's like a cult, I would always tell them, I'd be like, guys, but all those drinks were bought for me. They don't count. They're not even real because I didn't spend money on them. I didn't spend money on them. Those drinks aren't real. <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't like that. Um, I think I'm actually gonna save this murder suicide for getting. Uh, this is the murder suicide of Zach Bowen and Eddie. Oh, Hall. come on, that's um, that's so New Orleans. No, because I really want to get. Oh, you want to get your friend on? I to really want to wanna get bro on here and talk about okay, it. Okay, that's a big one. That would be great. Um, oh, on uh, if you go to Morbid Reality right now on Reddit, they have some really gruesome pictures of casualties from Katrina that hadn't been released before. <gasps> Ooh, those are pretty scary. Wow, we should 
we should share that. Mm, I mean, okay. Yeah. All right. Why not? We could. I'll, I'll send it over to Frank. He, Frank, we're sending you more stuff. Yeah, let me see if I can get him on because this is a, uh, a story of PTSD. Um, a lot of shit is in that story. It, there is a lot in that Cannibalism. Story. And I feel like I need to be respectful about it and not just like excited like, oh my God, and then this happened and then like, uh-huh, and you know, roasting and really? stuff. Okay. Post-Katrina and Iraq and like, you know, like... We are a lot of things here. We are not your mother's podcast. <laughs> We're not my father's podcast. Jesus Christ. And my dad went to Burning Man for 25 years and is a f- maniac. But all right. Mm. Mm. I'm still not sure for my father's podcast. I don't know your dad. Mm. I'm not sure I do either. In any case. In any case. Oh, we didn't. Oh, I did the one paranormal experience I've ever had. So, like, I grew up being Fox Mulder. I wanted to believe. I grew up. They called me Alien Girl in high school because I just wanted, I just wanted fucking aliens to come down so badly. And then I didn't have sex till I was 18. I just wanted them to molest me for a long time. I just wanted something because I wanted, like, something real. Something real. Like aliens. Like aliens to molest me. I just wanted it. The last person and all that, you got was a senator. All I got was a senator when I was six, and then nothing until I was like eighteen, and I had really disappointing virgin sex. Or actually yelled at the guy after the first time I had sex. That's I, it. I, you know the story. That's no, it. I just assumed that's what it was. So I screamed at him. I went, "That's it." Oh no! <laughs> really? This is what I waited for. <laughs> like I lost my shit on this guy. Anyway, um, wow. so where was I going? What was I talking about? Uh, alien, I wanted to believe. Right, so, you wanted to believe so badly, and um, I wanted to believe in ghosts. And there was, you know, I used to believe in. I used to be so gullible. You could tell me anything, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I totally believe you." And then your chakras aligned, and then you talked to the spirit, and blah blah. I was so into everything, and now, especially after working in the morgue and never having anything paranormal happen there, I just don't believe in shit anymore, Adrian. I don't believe in shit. I used to go sit in the morgue freezer, surrounded by dead people that had died in traumatic events dead children, babies that had been murdered. And I used to just go sit there and, and turn the lights off and sit in the bodies and be like, something, show yourself, come to me, do it. And then, you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened, ever. So, the only thing that ever happened to me was in New Orleans on my honeymoon. And it's just, I told you, this is really simple. We yeah. just, we got really cold. We were on Ursuline Street. Mm-hmm. Butcher. The butcher block. The butcher yeah. block. We were waiting for an Uber. It was sunny outside and it was March, but it wasn't cold like it's cold here. It was like 70s, 75. Yeah. It was just like not humid yet. Yeah, it was nice. And we were freezing. Me and my husband were fucking teeth chatteringly cold. There was no reason for it. We were fucking freezing. I got into the Uber and we asked him to put the heat on. He was like, what? We were so cold. Right. That's the only thing that's ever happened to me where I'm like verifiable from another person. I'm like, that fucking happened. That was weird. That happens to me a lot in New Orleans. It happens to me a lot. But like, you know, I'll just be sitting there having a conversation and then I'm just cold. Yeah. Just the wind didn't change. Nothing. Just freezing. Oh, man. What? Yeah. What do you want? Or I'll just randomly start crying. I'm like, really? Yeah. I don't. Whoa. Wow. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Okay. I'm like, cool. In any case, you want to look at some porn? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Like, I don't know where we're going to go with it. Um, So super excited um, to get more stories to you. Firsthand storytelling. We do love that. Wow. Okay. Sorry. I just 
was greeted with anal when I opened my phone. And that's <laughs> great, because that's just great. You know what else is great? Oh, my husband's band, Anti-Sapien, just recorded their full-length album. It will be out shortly, if you like death metal. Love that. Looking forward to it. At Anti-Sapien Band. A-N-T-I-S-A-P-I-A-N. And if you're here, you clearly have a good and foul and fucked up sense of humor, so please check out Bedpan Fight. A punk slice of trigger warnings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in in a New Orleans state of mind, this is where we're going. We are going to watch Cock Chef Mardi Gras King Cake. You ever watched a man fuck food? Yeah, I've dated a lot of fat guys. Nice. <laughs> so I might watch them fuck it with their mouth. No, then, I mean like with their dick. No, no. I've only watched men eat my pussy like they're looking for bacon. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, well, this guy's going to fuck a king cake. Okay. If you don't know what that is, it's a charming little like round cake. This is child abuse. It's it's child abuse. Well, it could be because there's a little baby in the cake somewhere. <laughs> and at some point, his dick could collide with a little baby in the cake. Which I guess means you're next to have a baby or something. Yeah, Somebody told me that while I was, I was like, what happens if you find the baby? And they're like, oh, you're next. And I was like, no. It would be an act of God or aliens because <laughs> I don't have two. This can't happen. Let's fuck a cake. Okay, let's fuck a cake. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful king cake. Hey, you got a little jazz number in the back there. Do you think he made it himself or he went and bought it? It looks homemade. I think, I think he, he definitely bought it. He bought it because it's got like uh oh well. Oh, it oh broke. Well. It he broke. broke it. Like all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> but he had that great Mardi Gras mask that his mom made for him for his art I project. I was going to say maybe like one of his kids watercolored, <laughs> but maybe he watercolored it with his dick. <laughs> that I'd watch that. I'd Somebody watch that. paint with their cock. That's a thing. That has to be a thing. Paint cock painting. Here, Google it. Oh, here hey. we go. <laughs> oh, he cut the cake one slit. <laughs> this is like a just this one. Is the, this is the oh, oh yeah, get in there, get in there. Oh, he's gonna have a yeast infection. He's just gonna have sugar. Like he is all wow, in his urethra. He's super hard. That's a dry cake. Oh, oh no, it's not a dry oh my cake. God, who does this? Him. Of, all, of all the shit we've watched, I think this is the one of the grossest things we've ever watched. <laughs> and of all the gross like murder, I'm so worried about the knife. Still in the cake. It's it's right there. It's to the left of the cake. Oh my god. I oh yeah. Well, okay. I want. I go online and look at dead babies and shit and and murder. And this grosses me out more than that. <gasps> no. He found the baby on his dick. How did he know? Oh. Yeah. Toss that shit. Toss a baby. Keep fucking the cake. Oh my god. This oh is god. so this is so gross. Maybe there are twins. I bet it. Can, oh, you, he is going in. Do you think it actually feels good? I like the music that they've added. <laughs> it's like it's uh, it's like polka music. I mean, it doesn't look like it's feel bad. He's what is he teasing the cake now? Uh, is he going to give this cake to someone after he's done fucking it? <laughs> he can give it to me. <laughs> 
You just put a birthday candle in What are you going to do with it? I don't know. You're not going to eat it. No. Please. Please don't eat it, Adrian. Please don't eat the cake. Adrian, please don't eat the cake. Look at it. Look what's happening to the cake. Please don't eat the cake. I wonder if that are those gumballs. I'm worried about that. Like, wow. He is going to have so much frosting to clean out. He's sounding with frosting right now. Oh. This I do think this is one of the grossest things I've ever I, seen. I don't know why this is the grossest thing. You can show me fucking. I'm not mad at it, but it looks like his dick might be. I think he's starting to go soft. I I don't have a lot to say about this. Fucking... <laughs> Are you done with this? No, it's just it's so. You, I mean, I want you people. Need you need to go slice. go to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon. Patreon. Watch this guy aggressively. Patreon.com. A king cake slash. Alien murder sex to see <laughs> what the fuck to we're talking watch him about. Pull it out slowly and shake sugar and cream. I am. I think it's a queen cake now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just got gentle with it. He just mm, he coaxed it. He's like breaking this thing apart. I didn't think it would like break apart like that. I thought it would be more like. I don't know why I imagine it being more like a cheesecake, but then again, that might be too dense to fuck. Cheesecake, Has anybody out there fucked a cheesecake? Anyone ever fucked a cheesecake? Can I? No, oh, I'll get a Oh, yeah, infection. we can't hear them right now. I was like waiting for an answer. <laughs> waiting for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> fans sitting in your cars, <laughs> Who's been listening fucking... to us on the train, Who's... hoping some child doesn't, you know, overhear what's happening. Yeah, who's been fucking... Yeah, who's listening to this with your kids? That should be illegal. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have one fan, really cool woman named Jessica in Canada, and she mentioned she loves our show, but she keeps like having to take her kid places and she can't listen to it. Oh, no. Because she's a good mom. She, she is a good mom. Because she is responsible. Be responsible. Do not expose us <laughs> to, children. to your children. Don't expose them to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally said uh, to the neighbor's kid the other night, we were sitting down to Hocus Pocus 2, which, by the way, is utter trash. Um, and I, I heard want... I heard it will expose your family to demons from the, through the TV. Have you seen that yet? Oh, I haven't seen that There's yet. There's this woman putting this out on the internet that if you watch it, you're going to invite demons into your home because they come through the TV screen. And that movie... Well, the oh, bad yeah. news is, is they had already let me in to watch the movie. Okay. So demons are in your house. In any case, <laughs> um, and I brought this bag of like the Cheetos uh, bag of bones that like cinnamon sugar skeletons and they're the most delicious things ever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I want to have that too. Let's share. And she goes to like open the bag and put her hand in. And I'm like, ah, you go get a bowl because I know your hands are filthy. Like children, you are filthy. Right. I can watch a child wash their hands and still think. Nope. No. No. Because no. all, I, all I can ever think I about. I love you. But please don't touch my food. All I can ever think about is the Louis C.K. bit about, you know how like when children will like spit in your mouth when they talk to you or something like that. Oh, they get like right up next to your face yeah. and then like you get plague in your eyeball. Or like he, he was talking about his kids and he's like, my daughter wanted to tell me a secret. So she like told it into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow my secrets, daddy. <laughs> oh, you God. Must... <laughs> Wait a you must have been terrifying as a child. Me? Yeah. In I, my mind, <laughs> I think I was a quiet child. No, you were not a quiet but, child. There's no fucking way. I, you know, were. I sang a lot. 
I was. That's a, how I got out of eating meals. I would like flatten everything on my plate and then be like, "You guys want to hear a song?" <laughs> I think that I can lose weight if I do that. Maybe. And you just sing a song instead <laughs> of instead of eat. I mean, I'm gonna be stuck at the table anyways till I clear my plate. I might as well entertain you. Yeah. <laughs> I was mean. I was a very. I, something was wrong. I don't know. I was uh, I was angry and I used to yell a lot and like attack other kids and I had my own secret language and I got very angry when no one else could understand it. I was fucking. No, I feel that. I feel that. Like I was I, a messed up kid. I was a fucked up kid. I like, got into a physical altercation with my second grade teacher that like she may or may not have gotten bitten and clawed and I definitely got thrown out into the hallway and hit a radiator. But whatever. I physically attacked the teacher after. I, in first grade, I asked her to see her teaching certificate because I didn't believe that she was qualified to be teaching me with that kind of vocabulary. And then she refused and I fucking like went after her. That was it. The I asked nice. Went. I asked nice. I used my big girl words. And then you were condescending to me. That's the kind of kid I was. You know what? I hear that. <laughs> it's like the Kill Bill siren. You know? Yes! <laughs> that. And everything goes black and white and yeah. shit. And the lighting changes and it's just like here. But I had a really big vocabulary. I did not. I don't think I did. I was in gifted programs, but I also was in like, she's mentally disturbed therapy at the same time. Hmm. You know what? You know what though? I'm fine now. We're, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Sure we will. And you can witness it every week right here on Alien Murder Sex. And in between, you can check us out. I have been and will try to continue to be Adrian Cuss, hairstylist and local punk rock personality. You can check me out on uh, social media, uh, the, 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 the Facebook, the Adrian M. Cuss, K-U-S-S, still doing that silly competition, the face of horror. I've made the top. You made it! I, I made it. I'm, I'm currently first in my group. I'm out. You're out? Nobody voted for me. I'm Come out. vote for me. Come vote for Adrian, Come vote everybody. for me on this stupid face of horror thing. I want that 13 grand, please, and thank you guys. Let's do this. Put my face on shit. Give it to her. Um, Give it to her. Check me out. Giveyourhairakiss.com. If you're in the New York City area, head over there. Book a hair appointment with me. We will have a kick-ass time. Check out my YouTube. Give your hair a kiss. Check us out on YouTube if you're listening on Spotify and if you're checking us out on Spotify oh. or YouTube or, you know, vice versa. If you're on YouTube, go to Spotify okay. or Apple Music. But it's we really... Need- it's important. Things, it's right? important that you rate and review on Apple Music. Oh, uh, the Apple wants that, ratings. It's the big thing. You That's have, what, guys. We're just trying to make some money. You have to rate and review just, on there. Please go to our Patreon. We'll be here for you. You be here for us. Please just throw some change. If 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 a hundred people gave us five or ten dollars, it would really help us out. It'd help a lot. It would help a lot. Also, check out my band Bedpan Fight. Um, oh, I will be performing at Arlene's Grocery. Uh, for the Halloween show that is going to be October 27th Arlene's Grocery on the Lower East Side we have a Weird Al Yankovic set and a hodgepodge mix set of Halloween classics awesome yes. okay and I have a show on October 14th on Friday it's it's uh, Ray Goods's Haunted House Comedy um, it's in Astoria, and um, 
That's like pretty much all I have going on this week between besides like editing and putting this podcast out. Let me just find you the address for that. I should have had this loaded up. But anyway, whatever. It's Haunted House Comedy. Go to my fucking socials. You'll find it. I'm at the Lauren Petrie on Instagram, at the Lauren Petrie on Twitter. We are alien murder sex on everything except Twitter where we are alien underscore alien. I mean, murder underscore <laughs> alien. And yeah, at the Lauren Petrie. Check out my fucking you my fucking comedy on uh YouTube and that's like what we that's what we are that's what we are we're not disturbed we're perfectly fine we're gonna be okay we're fine we're gonna be okay and we are always walking down Protection Avenue we are covered in you can be too check out protectionavenue.com or head to the Instagram Protection Avenue check them out use our code at checkout alien murder sex 666 and until next week guys thank you we have been and will continue to be alien Alien murder murder sex. sex